Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock on this Hard Knocks Wednesday, Bo. And I thought that's how we were going to lead our show. I thought we were going to talk about who's going to do well, who might get exposed. And then the practice report came out. And uh, for both teams, the Rams and the Cardinals, a little bit of a shitstorm as it relates to the two <laughs> starting quarterbacks in this matchup, Bo. Yeah, but can I at first just tell everybody why I suck? Can I tell you that? As a salesman. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, as a reporter, because I'm mm. sitting there and we're talking to Kyler Murray during his press availability today. He rolls in, he's wearing his practice uniform. They had a closed walkthrough, so we didn't get to go out there to the practice field and watch him uh, practice, stretch, whatever. We had no access. We just got to talk to Cliff and Kyler and some of the guys in the locker room today, but I'm sitting there and I've got loaded up a question, just uh, almost like a wellness check of Kyler Murray. I'm like, I'm going to ask him, how's he just feeling physically at this point? Just a general question. I had no, uh, nothing would have tipped me off that he had a hamstring issue. And I never asked it. Nobody asked it. And uh, we got an update on Buda Baker, which we'll give you here soon. But Kyler Murray shows up like an hour later on the injury report, did not practice with a hamstring injury. Then we see the, you know, friend of the show, Ian Rappaport putting out there and Field Yates saying that, you know, the Cardinals had to walk through today. Kyler was projected as a non-participant because he's now dealing with a hamstring issue. And then according to Rap Sheet is, it's not nothing, but it's also not a catastrophic injury to the Cardinals QB1. What good comes from playing Kyler Murray this weekend? If you because here's what my thought process is, and we also have news, ladies and gentlemen, that, that came just a few hours before Bo botched the interview with Kyler <laughs> that Matthew Stafford has entered concussion protocol with the yeah. LA Rams. Stafford's having an underwhelming year, but he did come to State Farm Stadium, beat the Cardinals about a month ago, right. and and so I think. If you're the brain trust, as we're going to call them for the Cardinals, Kime and Bidwell and Cliff Kingsbury, and everybody wants to save face, the worst-case scenario is if Kyler Murray plays, he gets hurt, and you lose to John Warford, Wolford, whatever his name is. If you opt to bench Kyler Murray and say, we're going to err on the side of caution because, I don't know, his center is Billy Price and his guards are Cody Ford and Lakita Smith against Aaron Donald, Like even if you lose... You have yeah. that out of, well, Kyler didn't play and we're playing it safe, even if you lose to John Wolford. Like, I wouldn't look at it like that, Bo, because they're paying Colt McCoy a premium to be a backup. And and Colt won games for this team last year. And I think if push came to shove and this is a playoff game or a must-win, Kyler would play. But I I think that at the end of the day, this is their way of kind of saying – we're, we're kind of good with the results this weekend because we see no benefit to Kyler Murray going out there and getting even more injured and compromised against the Rams front that historically has eaten him alive. Yeah, I mean, and, and they're uh, obviously aware of their record against the Rams. I mean, Kyler even said today that this is a team that's had their number, to say the least, one win ever since uh, Cliff and Kyler entered the building in 2019. Uh, and that includes a playoff game. What is it? One in, in six at this point. One, yeah. Yeah, one but he six. was there winless when Steve Wilkes was here and BA. Right. I mean, you got right. we got to log yeah. it back I mean, to when he win. became the head coach. Sean McVay is Daddy McVay for a reason. It makes yeah. me sick to my stomach. Uh, but 
I, I mean, I see the point. Here, here's what I what I envision, though. I, I don't think that this hamstring issue is is a, that severe of an injury. I, I mean, obviously, you you don't want to tweak it, and that the soft tissue thing, it, it's tough to deal with those, and they can linger, right? But I think Kyler just look at him, at him today, walking around, didn't seem like he was hampered by his hamstring. He wasn't hamstrung by his hamstring at all. And the Arizona Cardinals, like, I know people won't celebrate a win at this point because no, they won't. The season seems lost. Last week was the opportunity to kind of get back into any kind of conversation. Um, but they, they still need a win. Like you, you can't let this thing fester. As of right now, there is not, there is nothing to gain. I believe from beating John Wolford this weekend. I, I, I honestly, if people I, calling I want, the shots don't feel that way. Like Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury don't, don't aren't thinking about. They're worried I, I about think, their future. You think I that think the, this is their trump card to try to push back with Kyler on the injury report because they got word. I do believe this that they got word of Stafford potentially being out, and they're just like, well, what do we need to do? Kyler's already limited. We need to be smart here because if Kyler Murray goes out and he loses to John Wolford and he looks injured in the process, that is DEFCON five for everything. Mm, you I can't show up. With, I mean, no, I, we're not. We're not know, there yet because everybody's still they're playing. Not that naive to think people are that naive to be like, oh well, that's the re. This is the reason why the season was a colossal failure, and we'll give Cliff and Kaim a hall pass because they couldn't compete in Week Ten against the backup quarterback. I mean, I think that's all, all the, you keep, nobody would buy into that. Even Michael Bidwell, who we have had a shocking revelation in the press conference today about good. the owner of the Cardinals that we'll get into in a little bit. But I mean, it, it's, I think that if Kyler is 75, 80% with his hamstring healthy enough, that's, that's enough. You got to go out there and get this win. But I, I understand, I, I see where you're coming from because we had it, already started to talk about this when we, we thought that the starting quarterback, of the Cardinals, Kyler Murray had a clean bill of health. Like we talked about I, it on our audio only podcast, like, you know, with the way that this offensive line is how unhealthy it is. And they just, I would Will Hernandez today, you know, oh is it, is it safe for him to go out there? No, it's not safe. <laughs> I brought this up on Monday's show. I wouldn't play him Sunday. And I said, just have it be a one-off thing. They they claimed Wyatt Davis, by the way, guard, yeah. formerly of the Minnesota Vikings, third-round pick out of Ohio State. So they're trying. And I listen, I don't blame the, the injury to Will Hernandez on anybody, but I do hold them responsible for running it back with Rodney Hudson and Justin Pugh, this is kind of what you get. And I, I think that they stand a better chance, even against San Francisco's front. Their pressure comes from the edge. Armstead's been hurt. Kinlaw has been hurt. The Rams eat you alive when you have Pew and Hudson on the mm -hmm. interior. Now you have practice level, practice squad level interior offensive linemen protecting the franchise. And listen, we're we're all in on this season. We want them to do well. People in the chat, I will celebrate if they beat Sean McVay. Absolutely, I want them to win. But I, here's what I don't want. Something happened to my franchise quarterback that will hamper this team's ability to get better this offseason. I don't know, by qualified GM and head coaching candidates saying, mm, I don't know if I want to touch the Cardinals. Kyler's rehab and X injury. I don't know if I want to do this because the Cardinals have uncertainty at quarterback and they owe Kyler a bunch of money. That That's worst case scenario. Now you could say Kyler could get hurt any week, but I mean, at this point, you you have to be 100% sure about watching Colt McCoy and Kyler Murray side by side in practice that Kyler compromise still gives you the best chance to win this game. Do you not? Yeah. 
I mean, I absolutely. I mean, we've seen this. We had this this played out in in reality in week seventeen a couple. I guess seasons the same thing. It was uh, what was his name again? Who's our boy that was the gimmick quarterback? Uh, uh, Strevler. Yeah, Chris Strevler. Oh, pour one out for one Chris of the, one of the worst games <laughs> you've ever seen a quarterback play. For those of you who just jumped on this fandom, first of all, God bless you. But also, week seventeen, guy couldn't throw a forward pass. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. He threw effect for a touchdown on his first drive. A little little pitch to Jonathan Ward that was technically it was a passing touchdown in the box score, but we all know we're all smarter than that. Cliff I, wouldn't even let him run that day. No, he wasn't. He didn't do it until the second half till it was too late, and they couldn't beat they couldn't beat John Walford. And we could be staring down the former. What was the uh, was it the rank? What was the Arizona's AAF team that Walford was the QB for like the previous season to that? I, know, I blocked it out. <laughs> blocked even, out I can't the half remember. season of I can't, professional I can't, football. I can't even remember. Here's what I know. Yeah. I I think that if Stafford was playing, Kyler's playing, you beat him Sunday, that's a big deal. That's a big deal because you're not the worst team in your division. You get a win over them. You split with them this season. It's something to build off of. But hot shots, everybody's saying. <laughs> um, but I, I can't. John Wolford, beating John Wolford, and Mc, even though it's McVay, I just I'm doing this with my hands because I'm looking at next week. What am I supposed to do with this? I don't that wasn't. And part of it, too, is like, how do they win? How do they lose Sunday? What does it look like? What do the optics look like? Are you burning timeouts again? Do you look dysfunctional? Like, is it a blowout? Does Because, you know, here's the thing. Rams are going to want to run the football at the Cardinals. And Mm -hmm. every team that's lined up against them, for better or worse, has been able to do that. Seahawks are a good example. Late in that game, it didn't matter. Cardinals had scored that touchdown. They ran Kenneth Walker and booted the tight end. I don't know. I just were here's what I I'm afraid about excuse making. I'm afraid that that's going to start tonight on hard knocks. I don't want excuses. I want yeah. I want answers. I want reality. I want to live in reality. What are you more concerned about then? Just give me a percentage on each the the excuse making and it creating a crutch. Because I'm not buying into that, and actually the the safety of Kyler Murray. Kyler's my number one priority. I love everybody on the roster, not equally though. Kyler Kyler means more because he's the quarterback. That's one, and then this is one A. I do not want to have a press conference in January saying, "Well, we lost Kyler for a little bit, and Buddha was out, and then the O line got banged up." So we feel like we're gonna we're gonna run it back next year. We'll get some new pieces, but you know, Cliff and and Kime, they're safe. Again, I'm not rooting for firings, but I I know what this team has looked like since last December. It's the same team every week. They're they're the worst team in the NFL in attempting to take the lead and hold the lead. They are always behind. That I mean, even Carolina, even Houston has a better you know time ratio than the Cardinals do, and that's mm-hmm. not injuries. Cardinals are more talented than the Rams this weekend too. Like I'm going to look at the Cardinals skill players and defensively, I think you know their secondary is much improved, and if Buddha was playing whatever and like their linebacker play more. Bobby Wagner has looked okay. I think Cardinals are more talented, but it's I they have a significant advantage at head coach. Sean McVay, I, I do think he, he's a Hall of Fame head coach one day. He's a Super Bowl, two-time Super Bowl attendee, Super Bowl winner. Mm-hmm. He, he embarrasses this franchise. So if you go there and you don't get embarrassed, that's that's a win. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look at how putrid this LA Rams offense is playing. Um, I mean, it, you, you would think, I mean, the off, you talk about 
the Cardinals offense versus the Rams offense, the quarterback play versus the quarterback play, the offensive yeah. line play versus the offensive line play. And it's it's probably not even a close argument that the Rams are worse on all three of those fronts. It's mm-hmm. it's not even close. But if Cardinals fans know this firsthand, each and every year, it seems like thing, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the first meeting last year, but it was probably the second meeting in every yeah. single game it felt like of Jared Goff's tenure as a Rams quarterback was they were coming off a rough stretch and then they used the Cardinals game as a get right game. And yeah. that's just that's just pounded into our psyche, unfortunately. And you've got this sick feeling in your stomach, like no matter who's available and for either side, that the Rams are going to come out on top because of who's who's doing the X's and O's on each sideline. And, and McVay absolutely has the edge over Cliff. Uh, you know, one loss, one loss to, to Cliff and Kyler. Uh, everybody, do me a favor. Smash the like button below. Get this video circulating on, on YouTube's algorithm while we talk about underdog fantasy. And listen, I, I can't tell you what to do, what to do with your funds. If you want to bet on John Wolford's, you know, higher or lowers this weekend, that's that's your call. Uh, I'm not going to partake in that. Will I, will I dabble on some other options? Of course, because I love underdog fantasy. You should, too. You can search in the App Store. Click on the link in the show notes. All you got to use is promo code PHNX. Get this. Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. But you got to use that promo code PHNX. And you got to get in on the action today, Bo. We're 11 days away from the World Cup. And we are teaming up with our great friends over at Four Peaks to host all U.S. and Mexico World Cup matches at their H Street Pub. I was just there last night having some food. Brought my family. Met up with some friends. Had a great time. Appreciate the invite. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I have a life outside of met up, met up with some friends. You know, you wouldn't know yeah. him. You wouldn't know him. Look, <laughs> we we're, we go to the Four Peaks often together. And if you want to invite to that crew, then fine. I'll give you and producer Emma an invite in the future. But well, I went, had a great time, enjoyed the beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances. That's what the World Cup watch parties are going to involve, and much, much more. Check the link in the show notes below this this uh, this video right now, or wherever you find your podcast. Register for free. I'm going to tell you right now. You're gonna you're probably going to be like me and procrastinate, and you're going to be without a seat for any watch party around the valley. It's hard the day of a game to get into a watch party and and sit comfortably and watch. You can do it right now. All you have to do is register for free in the show notes. Got to be 21 years or older and enjoy it responsibly. World Cup Cup is going to be electric. I'm so happy that U.S. has actually didn't fumble it and, and get into this it, this time around. Uh, can't wait. Eleven days away. All, Register. That's now. exciting. Uh, I'm yeah. looking to. I'm looking forward to learning more about uh, the sport of soccer. All, <laughs> everything I know comes from Ted Lasso, which is the most cliche <laughs> thing ever. Uh, CDH underscore four ten asking. Do you guys think the pressure of Hard Knocks is already getting to this team? They play. They don't play loose or free like they're playing under the microscope. Um, well, has Hard Knocks been watching this team since like last year? Because this looks like the same team from last year that yeah. that fell apart down the stretch. This looks like the team that fell apart down the stretch of 2020. I I'm, I don't think it helps, and I I do think you're onto something, CDH. That like like stuff's gonna air that they're not like it's not gonna be a glow. This isn't produced by the team on the team side. There's going to be things that are uncomfortable. There's going to be conversations that maybe look make people look foolish or not, or I don't know. I don't think for any of like the higher ups, but there's going to be some things that I just are going to be unpleasant. And that sure. comes with the territory being on premium cable television, that being HBO. So I don't think it's going to help their situation. I think if this team was humming, they were 10 and two again, undefeated, whatever. 
it would be like, yeah, that's that's kind of a background noise. You know, we're doing our thing. But now it's like, Bo, you got rumors that everybody wants the coach gone. They're three and six. They're on the verge of dropping uh, four straight in the division. This, I don't think it helps at all. And I think if you could ask Michael Bidwell behind closed doors, he would prefer not to have this happen this year. He thought by signing up for hard knocks during the year, it's going to be a team that was competitive in, in the playoff hunt. Right. Yeah. I don't think that they, this, this was the catastrophic option that they didn't envision happening, even without DeAndre Hopkins for six games. They thought that they had a backup plan with bringing in Hollywood Brown and, and drafting a tight end in the second round. And Hollywood was good. Right. And then he got injured and we were robbed of Hollywood and DeAndre Hopkins until, you know, he comes back onto the playing field again. Uh, but yeah, I don't think anybody envisions the team in this position at this point at three and six, maybe, you know, four and five or uh, just three and six just didn't see, nobody thought it was going to be this bad but no. you know to for jose i mean i'll say this i mean you want the dirt you'll see it i, I mean i i'm not i don't i'm not buying that much into it like i i think that you're going to see some things that the, the organization can't help but be caught on cameras and make it through the editing process and hbo will have the liberty of showing but i still think that there is uh, a chance for the team to get in front of some of these things and maybe keep some things that we we'd love to see to kind of maybe expose some things and why they're going a certain direction. But I, I don't I don't know if we're going to get the full transparent story from this. I don't think that's what this is about. This is about kind of showing the NFL experience. It's not to, hard knocks would not exist if it was exposing each and every franchise for all their flaws, uh, you know, each training camp and in regular season. No, it wouldn't exist if that was the case. Brian in the chat, does the money made from hard knocks pay uh, to pay off Cliff and uh, Steve, presumably if they're fired at the end of the year? No, but the Super Bowl money helps that. So everybody, when the Super Bowl's in Glendale this year, go support local businesses. Cardinals get a kickback of that, and then we can we can pay off the people we need to pay off uh, and get uh, Sean Payton here. Uh, another uh, point uh, Brian makes, Cardinals have no veto power on content. We're going to find out. Um, it's exciting. I'm excited. I can't wait. We're going to talk about it here in a second. going to be had. I mean, Ooh, I like I when things get dirty. I feel yeah. dirty right now, though, because <laughs> there was a clip from the press. Con I took a shower after I saw this clip and I still feel yeah. gross. There was a clip from the presser today with Cliff mm -hmm. and um, talking about what he advanced to every Monday after the games, Bo Brock, with uh, yeah. owner Michael Bidwell. So a little bit more context before we show this clip. So he, Cliff Kingsbury was asked as far as. Has he had much communication with his two bosses, Steve Kime and Michael Bidwell? And he says there's constant com uh, communication. And then he expounded on this and then kind of gave us more insight before Hard Knocks about what his relationship is with Michael Bidwell, the owner of the Cardinals. There always is. Yeah, there's always great communication. We sit with Michael and watch the film, um, DJ and I, every week. And so he has a great understanding of what we're trying to do and where we're falling short. And we take ownership for what we need to take ownership for and, and say what we're going to do moving forward. So the um, communication has been clear and uh, everybody's been great. Michael Bidwell's in the film session the day after the game. Bad. That's bad. <laughs> You're wondering who put that addendum in Kyler Murray's contract. <laughs> I think yeah, we've got our answer. But the owner is. Um, here's what I'll say. Here at PSNX, we do not watch our shows back with our GM, Saul Bookman. Uh, there's the trust that, that Bo and I run a successful ship operation. The viewership speaks for itself. We love all of you. Um, and we just try to get better every day. 
Cliff Kingsbury and Vance Joseph are not afforded that. They are in a small eight by eight room with team president owner Michael Bidwell going frame by frame. It sounds like from every game watching the debauchery. So I, I feel like there's two ways to look at this. Number one, it's a bad look. I don't want to, I don't, I hope Sean Payton does not see that clip, Bo. Number two, <laughs> if you're wondering if the owner cares, he does care. Yeah. Maybe too much, but he does care. Yeah. I, I mean, that's Jerry Jones like, right? That's Jerry Ryan Jones. in the chat. Damn you. You should watch some of your bets back. All right, bro. Yeah. It's hard to get. It's hard but to can get. Can you imagine? Like, here he is. He's like, okay, uh, Michael, let's just go through this here. Okay. Okay. This is the uh, offensive line getting blown up and pushed back into the quarterback. And it's completely offensive line. It has nothing to do with the play structure of the scheme. It's it's all because these players can't block anybody. Like it, it, it does give advantage to Cliff, right? Because he can kind of manipulate what you're seeing on the film. I, I mean, I, I expect that Michael Bidwell knows more than the average football fan as far as what he's watching on film. But he's got his two coaches telling him what they're seeing there. It, that's a bit problematic, right? Is Cliff in trouble for sharing that, do you think? Or does Michael not care that that's out? I would imagine that that is Cliff maybe starting to be able to peel back the layers of, hey, this is kind of what we're dealing with, guys. Yeah. Is, is, because he he's taking to show up on hard knocks anyway. God, that's a, that's going to be so bad. Because that that has not picked up as a national story, but I think eventually it's going to be very similar to the addendum with Kyler Murray's contract. But I... I I can't imagine that Cliff Cliff is taking arrows left and right. Rightfully so, he's under heat. Maybe it's like, hey, I'm going to subtly deflect some of this. Like, hey, am I, it's great. We have great conversations during our four-hour film session with our owner. <laughs> Sounds like a scene from Office Space. Brian, Super Chat, two bucks. Thank you, my man. Bidwell filling out the bingo card on Mondays. <sighs> I wonder how long that's been happening. Has that been happening the whole four years? With the the film study, yeah, I mean, that's something that's we can. Yeah, I mean, I, I think people were probably pretty shocked that that it was that it was revealed. But it's yeah, I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday and uh, yeah, <laughs> work on that. Work on your wide receiver screens. Cliff, I, I mean, tell me, I don't know what that memo, Cliff. <laughs> it's. I, I haven't heard it. I mean, I, I know that there are very hands-on owners out there across professional sports, but sitting in the film room and, and having to explain it, especially when you're looking at really poor film like we've seen. I, mean, I like Michael Bidwell. Yeah. I He's not Dan Snyder. This does not make me feel good if I'm a Cardinal fan. I don't yeah. like this. I need some context that hopefully that we get. Because here's the thing, and Bo is going to – archive this and you can hold Bo accountable because I know he will do this. If everybody gets fired and it's January and Michael Bidwell has that press conference, if he takes questions, I, like Michael will be asked about this by Bo yeah. or somebody else. This will get asked. If everybody, does he take questions on those kind of press conferences or does he just make statements? Um, I mean, it's usually time. I, I, I feel bad that I've experienced probably far too many of these press conferences. You love them. You love them so much. <laughs> Uh, B.A., uh, Wilkes, Cliff. Um, I, I think, I mean, the question would be, okay, new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Are, Michael, do you anticipate watching film with Sean? Or do you anticipate watching film with Brian Flores or whoever the head coach might be for the Arizona Cardinals if they move off Cliff Kingsbury? 
Michael just being like, hey, dummy, what are you doing right here? Sean Payton, all you, Sean Payton just has to put up his resume and statistics, scoring statistics, and says, I, I respectfully decline to come to your film session. But not great. Not what I want to see from my owner ahead of what could be a very pivotal winter of uh, searching yeah. for new executives and GMs. But here's what I will say. I'm excited, Bo Brock, to talk about something different, and that's the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if I could bet on the Cardinals this weekend with my heart and not my head, I would, but I'm not going to bet on them. But you can try and make money. The line is changing. The line started at minus three, the Rams being favored. You know what it is now after today's shit show? I would say Rams minus one. You got it. Rams are a one-point favorite. I would not be surprised if it got removed on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and other sportsbooks. So you want to bet on this game, go do it now. If you want to dabble on NBA Moneyline tonight with the Phoenix Suns, who are coming off a loss, they're on a, a day's rest. I think they take care of business tonight as an underdog. My buddy Shano on the bet show got them at plus money. You can too. New customers can make any $5 bet. NBA Moneyline bet, get $200 if your team wins. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with the DraftKings step-up same-game parlays. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on DraftKings. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details, Bo. I'm hanging out in studio. Furniture is incredible. It's impeccable. It's cool. It's swanky. It looks good in here. And you can spruce up your living room, your dining room, your bedroom, just by going to morefurniture.com. They've got their fall sale going on. You'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend. Spruce up your home during More Furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com. One last Good comment. One, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. One last note from practice. Uh, okay. Cliff said that Buda Baker is out, right? He's not going to play this week. He sprained his ankle early against the Seahawks in that loss, and he played the rest of the game because he is an absolute just maniac and, and the man. Uh, but he said that after this week, he expects Buda Baker to be day to day with that high ankle sprain, which is usually what was initially reported as two to three weeks. Get you fired up, man. Watching that promo for hard knocks, seeing Buddha there. Great question by Joel in the chat. Everybody going to watch hard knocks, not a question, a statement and feel sorry for cliff laugh out loud. And I think there's a lot of truth to that because mm -hmm. cliff, Everybody says hard worker, first one in, last one out. Grinder is not Mr. Playboy uh, that I think a lot of people perceive him, even though he's got a baller house and he dates an IG model. But when he's at the building, he works his ass off. I think that's he's going to come off well. So that leads us into our next section. We're going to talk about the hard knocks preview. Who's got what at stake? Who can gain the most? Who's got the most to lose? And right now, the public perception of this team, not great. So I would say I think everybody has a lot to gain from this show. Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, even somebody like Steve Kime. Where do you look at first tonight as somebody that could come out of this glowingly this time tomorrow? Yeah, I think Kyler and, and, and the leaders of this team, you're going to remember why you root for guys like J.J. Watt. Buda Baker already showed in the promo. James Conner. DeAndre Hopkins, you're going to probably love what you see from Nuke. It's going to it's gonna remind you that you like the players on this roster, and it's probably mm -hmm. going to make you forget a little bit about just the dysfunction and the just how this team has fallen short of expectations this season. It's going to give you a little departure from that and, and, and kind of figure out why you like this team, why you kind of fell in love with this group. They, they were, they're still those guys from last season that you loved watching that started 7-0, Ten and two, but they just haven't gotten achieved the results. And I think that people are gonna 
see that it's because of the reports that came from including myself and, and how training camp was conducted and how it had this country club feel to it and guys were taking time off that you're going to see behind the scenes for the first time ever this team working. And it's been, okay, it wasn't them just sitting around fiddling their, their thumbs and when they didn't, when we didn't know they had practice or when we thought they were off that they were just at their houses playing Xbox and, and getting playing Call of Duty. No, I mean, it's going to show you these guys putting in the work and you're going to say, okay, well, it, it just sucks that the results just aren't there. CDH underscore 410, 499 Super Chat. Thank you, my guy or gal. Do you guys think after this premiere episode, the organization will look good or bad in the national spotlight? Again, I in, unless there's something like egregious with Michael Bidwell, like I don't think they're going to look terrible um, because I think that, listen, the people who are running the ship may not be running the show in January. This this is going to be heavily featuring Cliff Kingsbury and, and to a lesser extent Steve Kime, and and they could be unemployed. And so I my biggest thing is I would I would try to protect like the sanctity of the franchise, making sure the franchise like looks legitimate with what they do, and kind of leave the chips where they may. And I'm with you, Bo. I think Kyler Murray has the most to gain from this because of the perception that he doesn't work, that he doesn't study. If there's any kind of clip that they agreed to sign off on and where he's playing video games, I, I just it's a it's malpractice to his character. I, I can't imagine Kyler would agree to something like that. But I also think it'd be interesting if he addressed it because yeah. he's part of this phase clan and they're gonna follow him home. Like they're gonna be in Kyler's house. Like I would hope that Kyler would have, you know, the wherewithal, the awareness to just say, I'm not gonna give them the benefit of the doubt, the satisfaction, even if I want to to yeah. to, to had them film me playing bids. Well, as that's, of, that's never yeah. going to go away. As of last week, they hadn't followed him home or anything yet. He, he said okay. that he, he was mic'd up for a practice at one point. Um, so we're not going to get like the real, at least episode one, we're not going to get a real in-depth look at Kyler Murray behind the scenes. But, you know, they've already alluded to that there's going to be, you know, these the stories about who these guys are, what their family life looks like. Be interested to see who they kind of profile you know, is it going to be like a guy like Antonio Hamilton, you know, coming off the freak accident? You know, obviously he's got his family situation. His wife was big as far as his return to the playing field and return from those burns. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's you're going to learn more about these players and who they are off the field. And then I think they're going to as far as hard knocks and what they're going to try to do is is really build up that drama. There was a lot of drama in week two against Vegas and that comeback. I think you're going to see that on full display and then you're going to see you know, a heartbreaking loss against Philly where they missed a field goal to potentially send it to overtime. And they're going to really push that uh, to where they're not going to show so much the drive after drive after drive after drive of three and outs and, and not great offensive football. I'm going to say something that might be semi-controversial, but I, I've seen it before. I don't need to see it again. I don't want this to become the JJ Watt show. He did yeah. that in Houston. He's at the tail end of his career. I think, Cardinal fans care more about the present and the future. Watts not under contract next year. He could be playing his final games with the franchise. He's a model citizen. He's a great ambassador for the game. He's a future Hall of Famer. I, like I've seen that all. I want to see like the the cut and dry, the nitty gritty with guys that we don't get a behind the scenes look at. The guys that are not genuine because I do believe Watt is who he is perceives him to be nationally and publicly mm -hmm. and privately. And I'm sure they're going to do stuff with he and Ertz and their kids, and that's that's great. I care about the inside look at Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. 
I want that to be the meat of the show. That's what me as a cart. Now you guys might disagree. There might be other players that intrigue you. Awesome. But I, those are the two most polarizing people with this franchise right now, whether you love them or you hate them, Mm -hmm. you can throw Steve Kime in there as well. Like, a, a casual fan may disagree. They may say, get number 99 on there. I want to see J.J. Watt. But for me, if I'm HBO, like the, sometimes a car crash, you can't look away. I, I want to see exactly what, what goes on with those two. And I want to see their dynamic in the in the film room, in the locker room, in the coach's office, because there's a perception right now, Bo, that, that Cliff and Kyler maybe don't see eye to eye, but like the, the respect that you would assume is there is not always present on game day. And I think there are a lot of Cardinal fans, myself included, that believe Kyler Murray has lost some respect for Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, and, and we've only seen when the Cardinals win, we see the post-game locker room, right? The game balls, the inspirational speeches and stuff. We're going to see them after losses. We've already seen one, Buda Baker, and I think a lot of people liked seeing that, that this team yeah. wasn't just head in their hands and, oh, you know, tail between their legs, that they they had some fire and some passion and wanted to get this thing right, and it was beyond, you know, just the faces of this franchise. Uh, and you'll see more of that. And not to say, and, and I saw that in the chat, was it Arizona Animals saying we're just going to see him in their best light? No, I mean, to Johnny's point, I hope we see, you know, what what's what's going wrong. Like, what's, you know, what's not being done? And, and there, there's going to be stuff we're going to poke fun of tonight on our Hard Knocks recap. I, I guarantee it. There's going to be something that pops up. Somebody's going to be silly. There's going to be some sort of thing that goes against the grain. Absolutely is going to be something against the grain as far as how you would think an NFL organization would operate. I, I guarantee it. So, but for the most part, it's going to be a lot of hype. The only the only way this would have been, you know, rainbows and sunshines esque team site esque type production. The team site does great work. Is yeah. if the Cardinals were winning, because winning cures everything. They're not winning right now. They're they're a under five hundred team last in their division. So there's an HBO. Once people talking about this show tomorrow, once upon a time, the, the water cooler show, they yeah. want to get people to come back every week. Right. And you're not going to do that with, yeah, the Cardinals, you know, they're three and six, they're three and five, but, you know, check out so-and-so with their kids. Isn't that awesome? Right. And I get it. There's a time and a place for that. But, like, yeah. people people are, are going to tune into this show tonight that aren't Arizona Cardinal fans, or maybe they are, but I would say 90% of the national media, national public, casual viewer will tune into this because – Cardinals right now are a shit show, and I want to watch the dysfunction. Right. It's, That's yeah, why people watch the Kardashians. That's why sure. people watch reality TV. Sure. And you can't you can't spin it like you can't come away asking what their record is. Like you have to. Right. See, I hope that when you watch this this show tonight, that you're like, okay, that's a three and six team. You're not like, oh, that's a six and three team. You know, I, I that would be. Right. I think that would be too much. But yeah, I, I mean, uh I, I Cliff, we've already talked to Cliff a little bit about it. I, I believe that there's going to be a part in this show where he go he has a fiery exchange with him and the team. He's he's already we've never seen and we've never seen that ever never seen in four that. years. So that that's something to maybe look forward to and and something we'll talk about. Uh we got a, a guest lined up for tonight's hard knocks recap that should we're gonna go live right after it airs. If you're watching here in AZ and you watch it on HBO Max. It's available to you at 8 o'clock locally. Johnny and I will be with you at 9. We'll be joined by NFL Films and Hard Knocks director Steve Trout. He's going to be joining us, breaking it down, what goes into creating Hard Knocks, and, and I'm sure thousands of hours that he goes through film and decides what makes it, and, and we'll get into that and some some questions. Uh, you guys absolutely can be a part of it in the chat. We'll have Steve on the show, and 
been breaking down the the first episode of Cardinals Hard Knocks. Card Knocks. Card Knocks with Bo and I after dark. Brian just killing it with the ch- uh, chat today. Wonder if Cliff let that slip today because we might see it tonight. That's a very good point. I don't know if that we're going to see it tonight or maybe a future week, but it's like, hey guys, let me table set some shit. Yeah. Or maybe Michael had him had him say that just so it doesn't become uh, a crazy ass news story. But I love the conspiracy theories. I'm here for it. You know what else I'm here for? A membership at gophnx.com. Just under 60 bucks. Get this. Become a member for the year. Exclusive membership content, discords, articles, Howard Balzer, promo code Howard. Check out the PHNX merchandise locker. Look at this. The softest T-shirts imaginable. I'm rocking it because the Coyotes right now are rocking it, even if they're playing at ASU. I love it. Love the environment. You're going to love the environment at gophnx.com. Pick up a lid. Pick up a shirt. You won't be sorry that you did. Bo and I, again, live immediately following the conclusion of Hard Knocks tonight. You can watch it on demand beginning at 8. If you've got old school clicking through the channel television, it starts at 8 o'clock on HBO. Set your reminders now, 9 p.m., PHNX Cardinals after dark. What are we calling it? Card Knocks with Bo Brock and Johnny Venerable. In the meantime, do me a, do me a quick favor. Everybody in this chat, we got 70-plus people here. Like this video. Share it around the YouTube algorithm, the metaverse here. Subscribe to PHNX underscore sports on the YouTube. What are you laughing for? What's Emma doing? <laughs> we still know what the metaverse is. I mean, is that are you is that Zuckerberg's thing? Johnny, the, the, meta, the metaverse, you? the metaverse is what's going to replace reality. Like people are going to start having like second families in the metaverse. Okay. Buddy. Sorry, I'm hip with Gen <laughs> Gen Gen Zers. Sorry, I'm cool. All right. I do my All right. I do my research. You don't think I know how algorithms work? Come on do now. Do you? I do. Okay. I'll give it to you. Subscribe, everybody. <laughs> it's 10 Eastern. I see some people asking some some questions in the in the chat. Yeah, it's it's eight Arizona time. It's 10 East. So with the the clocks changing, everybody around the country changing their clocks except for us, holding strong, which I love. Uh it, it's 10 East, 8 Arizona time. Seven. Mr. Babasso, Hard Knocks needs to just follow Cliff's girlfriend. Listen, if we get to a point where this team is unwatchable, that would be a nice alternative. I'm <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but right now, I want to see the car crash that is Hard Knocks, the Arizona Cardinals story in 2022. This is our story here, PHNX Cardinals Live, every single Wednesday, 4 p.m. For Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We're back in just a few hours. Be there. We'll see you after the show. Bye, everybody. Bye.